Should we be concerned that America is becoming too polarized and divided, culturally, economically, or politically? One expert thinks so. Here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey with a look. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Bill Bishop, the author of a book called The Big Sort, Why the Clustering of Like-Minded America is Tearing Us Apart. So just what is this trend you call the big sort? Well, it's at heart, we see that most places in the United States are becoming increasingly Republican or Democratic, counties, that is. That's happened over the last 30 years, and it's gotten so that now, even though the election in 2004 was extremely close, about half the people lived in a county where the results weren't close at all, a place where either Kerry or Bush won by 20 percentage points or greater. But it's really a larger phenomenon than that. I think what we found is that the country is sorted in all kinds of ways, from the distribution of people with BA degrees to where young people are moving, to the kind of churches we go to, to the clubs that we belong. The middle has kind of dropped out of all of our institutions and neighborhoods, and places now have a kind of homogeneity that they didn't have 30 years ago. I think a lot of people would say, when I was a kid, things were even more homogenized. There is more diversity now than 30 or 40 years ago. Haven't people always associated with others they have common ground with? That is the most basic human desire, is to find safety among people who are like you. And in a way, the United States has gotten more diverse. We have more racial diversity. We have more uh, diversity of different kinds of people and different kinds of families. What we have less of is diversity in opinion. Looking back, are you able to pinpoint a rough period of time when you think this trend began? Well, we can see that it began in the 1970s, but I think it stems from the mid-1960s when society kind of came unhinged. For instance, in 1965, mainline denominations, Presbyterians and Methodists and Episcopalians, those churches had been gaining members for 200 years. They began to lose members. In 1965, crime rates began to go up and divorce rates began to go up. In 1965, people began to withdraw from traditional American clubs like the Masons or the Rebecca's. And when society came back together again in the 1970s, everything was more specialized. And instead of having the Masons or the Lions or the Rotary Club gaining membership, Common Cause or the Sierra Club began to gain membership. And at that point, too, our neighborhoods became increasingly either Republican or Democratic. And we think that's because people were moving together to be with others like themselves for lifestyle reasons, not for political reasons. So if Americans are indeed attracted to communities where others share their political beliefs, why is that such a bad thing? Well, in a way, it's a good thing. I mean, it's great because it gives us this incredible diversity of where to live and how to live. Portland can spend a lot of money on public transportation and libraries, and Odessa, Texas, can put a Bible course in their high school. So there's incredible diversity, which is a good thing. The bad thing is that groups that are like-minded become more extreme over time in the way that they're like-minded. So we're less likely to hear from the other side, we're less likely to listen to the other side, and so we're less likely to compromise with people who disagree with us. And so nationally, it becomes much harder for us to come to a consensus on any of the big issues. And you can see that in Congress, where we send representatives from overwhelmingly Republican or Democratic districts and they get to Congress and they're totally unwilling to compromise because they don't have to. They've come from a district where they don't represent a mixed constituency. And so the big issues sort of get stuck in this balkanized Congress that we have in Washington, D.C. So what would you suggest as a solution to this sort of trend? 
Well, I think solutions are tough because, as you said earlier, it's, all this is perfectly natural. Our wealth and our ability to move around the country has exacerbated this. You know, it's really a personal thing. I mean, we really have to spend some time just listening without judgment to what other people are saying. And in Congress, I think there has to be a recommitment to the kind of understanding that comes with just knowing people who you may disagree with, but you find some way to have a friendship with them or find something that you agree with them about. What will eventually happen is that there'll be some issue that doesn't fit within our narrow range. It won't be a Republican issue and it won't be a Democratic issue, but it'll be an issue that society will have to solve. And at that point, maybe the boundaries and the barriers will begin to break down. Do you have a website? We sure do, thebigsort.com, and you can see some maps and give it a try. Bill Bishop, the author of a book called The Big Sort, Why the Clustering of Like-Minded America is Tearing Us Apart. Bill, thanks for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much. For InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. That'll do it for this edition of InfoTrack. To learn more about this or previous InfoTrack shows and guests, visit us online at talkzone.com. InfoTrack is produced by Syndication Networks Corporation. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for another edition of InfoTrack.